We have a breaking Boomer Death Squad election news update for future elections Ooh. happening in the future. Wee-woo, wee-woo. Auga, auga. <laughs> Andrew Yang has announced that uh, he's probably going to run. He is holding an informal first place in polls for NYC mayor. Oh, uh, Maya Whitley, a big de Blasio aide who was supposed to be his successor, has fallen in the polls considerably. As has City <laughs> Comptroller Stringer, who's the only guy who's actually won a statewide race that was running. Stringer Bell, and, uh, City Comptroller <laughs> yeah. of uh, Manhattan. Exactly. Stringer Bell, the only guy who's actually won a statewide race, but he was canceled because he was killed by the same guy who killed Malcolm. He was just uh, just more impressive than Bill de Blasio. And, uh, yeah, him exactly. Anyone, well, it's hard because you figure Bill de Blasio was sort of elected <laughs> with the sort of progressive bona fides that we would like to see out of our representatives, right? Like... Yeah, he uh, ran on being a Maoist. How often do you get a guy who <laughs> went to Central America and marched against the Contras and, like, stood in rallies where they were yelling death to the Yankee as the mayor of our largest city? <laughs> and still, it doesn't matter what he can do because he doesn't really That's have... That's identity politics. Yeah, he doesn't really have <laughs> any power or ability to exert any influence, especially because the uh, Sergeant Benevolency Association is in the comments of everything he posts on twitter saying get fucked mayor bill the bungler communists we are going to execute you and your children so i think never it's... more have posts mattered more in the american political sphere yeah it'll be an exciting time stringer bell would never be taken down by posts <laughs> no stringer bell would be above posts think about it bill de blasio fake leftist fake italian stringer bell he knows who he is stringer bell oh would be God. the people who follow the other venture bros tag that i accidentally get notifications for of venture capitalist <laughs> yes. guys just posting like oh yeah yeah the art of the deal is the deal of art and shit like that <laughs> like profound stringer bell's probably a trump guy profound dude that rocks uh stringer bell was about his money stringer bell was about his bag and he's smart he doesn't vote he doesn't care about that bullshit no. And he made much more money than all the fucking cops. He'll get involved in local <laughs> politics if he needs to in order to succeed in his business, and that's That it. was the best scene at the end of season three where they just go to Stringer Bell's apartment after he's dead, and he's got, like, mini waterfalls and a koi pond, a full library, and three <laughs> samurai swords. He's, like, living... You figure the show came out in 2004, so he was living the 2004 ideal of a perfect life. Like a perfect oh, renaissance yeah. man. <laughs> every, every rich person's house had waterfalls and samurai. Exactly. Stories. Well, the ideal yeah. rich person anyway. Anyway, sticking on our Boom Death Squad election news update, Lee Carter just filed papers to try and run for governor of Virginia, if you guys know who that is. <laughs> That's cool. The guy on Twitter? Yeah, the guy on Twitter, he's currently a member of, I think, the Virginia House of Representatives. He beat the Republican whip of Virginia to take the seat, which is pretty impressive. But at the same time, it yeah. coincides with the Bloombergification of the state that made it a Democratic state. <laughs> uh, he will be running against the former governor of Virginia, who just threw their hat back into the ring if they decide to continue it. Northam, right? Ralph Northam, the blackface guy? Yeah. <laughs> We're, we're bringing blackface back in the Democratic Party in 2020. I thought that did it ever leave? That's what Joe Biden stood for. His final slogan was just the word vaudeville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, Democratic blackface still ill. 
Lee Carter is cool because he's like, you know, he runs as a democratic socialist and he's like, you know, theoretically supports all the things I do. But it once again just reminds you of the futility of left electoral politics. That the only thing I've actually seen him do personally is uh, fight with Felix from Chapo over whether or not Joshua <laughs> for Congress was right buying his wife a $4,000 laptop with his donation money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Joshua for Congress spent all of his donation money on Discord mods. Really? He spent... <laughs> yeah, he has chatbots in his Twitch channel. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, he uh, Lee Carter said that he was just keeping his options open, and he's not sure whether he's going to go for the run of governor or not. But he needed to file this paperwork if he did decide to do it. And uh, he said we'd have more fr- information tonight at 6.30 p.m. during his... Uh, Grim Fandango live stream on Twitch. <laughs> Are you serious? Which is What's uh, Grim Fandango? It's a really old video game. Yeah, oh, it's really? like he's just doing classic gamer shit. It's awesome. Uh, That's hysterical. I'm sure Lee Carter will win 100% of the Metal Gear Solid electorate of Virginia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you see uh, Nina Turner might file to run for Congress because uh, one of Biden's cabinet picks will leave an open seat? No, they, uh, Biden already decided he wasn't going to be uh, nominating her. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, they were going to nominate her to Secretary of Agriculture, which is, again, a fake job because we don't grow anything in yeah. this country <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> that's where all the diversity hires go you go but to yeah. chuck grassley's house and make sure he's growing his corn all right <laughs> if they thought that nominate that they wanted to nominate that lady but then found out nina turner was going to run that is more than enough yeah. to nominate someone else because she has the platform yeah, she that. could probably take the seat especially in a special election yeah. coming up soon yeah I wouldn't be surprised if that was the sole reason that they didn't nominate her. Neither would I. Neither would I. It was great because they were proposing that she was going to be Biden's uh, pivot to the left. (laughs) It's always cool when our pivot to the left is the uh, secretary of corn. (laughs) (laughs) Corn sciences. The ethanols are. Yeah, precisely, precisely. Well, Joe Biden's pandering to the left by appointing um, Pete Buttigieg ambassador to China. Oh, dude, that was so cool. Did, have you ever seen the old Garfield cartoon where Garfield tries to mail Nermal to Abu Dhabi? <laughs> that, that is what is happening. Joe Biden is mailing Pete Buttigieg as far away as possible. Uh, the best yeah. hot take I saw about this was uh, some Dem party operative was like, this is great. This is putting Pete on the George H.W. Bush trajectory. <laughs> That's true. Just the scariest thing. Oh, dude, and fucking Biden is an Irish president. They're going to blow his brains out, too. Holy shit. <laughs> yes. Joe Biden, sh- stay out of Texas. <laughs> wow. I mean, that is that perfectly lines up. CIA agent and then failed run for president, ambassador to China. Exactly. And this all comes back to the underlying philosophy of our podcast. That the world is conspiring to prevent Irish greatness. And they will do anything to prevent Joe Biden, a German guy who pretends to be Irish, from being president.
Rumor Death Squad, the number one Israeli podcast of the Galactic Federation. I'm your host, <laughs> Gorgon Joe. <laughs> I'm Count Dan E. That's count, fine. That's good enough. Count Danula. <laughs> <laughs> like Count Dankula. Perfect. Oh, I was going more for the uh, Count Dooku reference. <laughs> oh, Danny reaching for Star Wars. Here we go. First 30 seconds. Let's go, oh, boys. Yeah. Get ready. Get ready. And I'm uh, Adonai Akbar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, if you if you can't couldn't tell by our intro there, um, we're talking a little bit about uh, some some recent news this week. So, um. Uh, <clears throat> Biden is, he's still a month out from inauguration, and Trump hasn't even technically conceded yet, uh, but the news cycle has already returned to the banal corporate marketing evil that, you know, we all, we all know and love. Um, with this article making the rounds uh, recently, former Israeli space security chief says aliens exist Humanity not ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree with the premise that humanity is not ready. Yeah. Uh, this is by Aaron Reich in Jerusalem Post. <laughs> ah, yes, the Jerusalem Post. Yeah, it's a very trustworthy uh, publication. It'd be cool if Jeff Bezos owned that, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just buys things that have Post in their name. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I saw something the other day trying to say that, like, Jeff Bezos was, like, a person of color or something, but his, like, <laughs> yes! stepdad was Cuban. Yes, okay, so... His oh, yeah, yeah, the Jeff, the Jeff Bezos is a Gusano discourse, I yes, love that. Yes, yes, I just saw that today. <laughs> Someone's always like, hey, Gusano is a slur against yeah. white Cubans who owned all the eggs on the <laughs> island. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone comments Gusanex, and it's the perfect synthesis <laughs> of everything I oh, believe. yeah, yeah, yeah. The best part about that is, yeah, Jeff Bezos is uh, not Cuban. His his mother, his father is like German and English or something, but her, his stepfather fled communist Cuba. <laughs> anyway, so he what? So he's not sired. He's sired from good wasp blood, but then he was raised yes. by a fucking gusano. Even yes. better. He Even made better, him the yes. man he is today. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he named his world-devouring country or company yes. after <laughs> fucking rainforest. Amazing. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, uh, let's talk about let's talk about Jewish aliens. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> this Galactic Federation has supposedly been in contact with Israel and the U.S. for years, but are keeping themselves a secret to prevent hysteria until humanity is ready. Uh, it should be noted that this is under the Jerusalem Post's OMG section. <laughs> <laughs> a great section that all everyone should have. Yeah. <laughs> Carpet so, bombing uh, Yemen, not a good look, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Yikes. So, uh, it starts out... Has the state of Israel made contact with aliens? According to retired Israeli general and current professor Haim Eshed, I'm sorry, the answer is yes, but this has been kept a secret because humanity isn't ready. I'm sorry, the primary conceit of this article is that humanity is not ready, but aliens have judged Israel and the United States to be the most, <laughs> I the best organized, most ideal nations to be in contact with. That is fucking lunacy. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna go to this country that's basically 
300 strip malls on the edge of the Mediterranean Sea just expanding <laughs> into this other culture. And I'm going to go to the country that made it happen and is the literal blueprint for genocidal repopulation in the world. These seem like yeah. the ideal level-headed people to deal with. <laughs> well, maybe that's what they're trying to figure out. They don't right. know how to commit murder on a large scale, so they have right. to talk to the top dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking in an interview to, oh man, <laughs> Yediot Aharonot, uh, I'm sorry, again, Eshed, who served as the head of Israel's space security program for nearly 30 years and is a three-time recipient of the Israel Security Award, explained that, the, that Israel and the U.S. have both been dealing with aliens for years, and this by no means refers to immigrants, with Eshed cl clarifying the existence of a galactic federation. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very happy to learn that in real life, um, the Confederacy of Independent Systems won the clone wars and not the fascist galactic republic am i right boys we should note he is uh 87 years old which as we addressed <laughs> yes. on the gerontocracy episode about half of our legislatures and judges total are this old and about half of all people this old get dementia so you do the math yeah. <laughs> this guy just thinks jar jar binks is real and doesn't believe, <laughs> believe in a palestinian state <laughs> this guy got wheeled off to his intelligence briefings and they just put on the phantom menace and he thought it exactly was real. <laughs> exactly well he's been talking to darth jar jar and he's been influencing him telling him the palestinians will not have a state <laughs> no uh the 87 year old former space security chief gave further descriptions about exactly what sort of agreements have been made between the aliens and the u.s which ostensibly have been made because they wish to research and understand the fabric of the universe this cooperation includes a secret underground base on Mars, where there are American and alien representatives, not Israeli representatives. Well, I don't get this. It's hard because Israel is trying to claim Mars as a homeland for the Jewish people. And as a result <laughs> of this, they are not welcome in the secret underground base to do war crimes with aliens or whatever. Right. Who who'd they send up there? Uh, they don't uh... say who they sent up there. Okay, so Biden was trying to send Pete Buttigieg, but he settled on China. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, John Lennon, Tupac, and um, <laughs> Bernie Sanders are up there right now. Yeah, and Jeffrey Epstein. They've been in contact with uh, Marion Williamson. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, independently. Yeah. Uh, so, if true, this would coincide with U.S. President Donald Trump's creation of the Space Force as the fifth branch of the U.S. Armed Forces, though it is unclear how long this sort of relationship, if any, has been going on between the U.S. and its reported extraterrestrial allies. But Ashed insists that Trump is aware of them, and that he was on the verge of disclosing their existence. So, that that seems to be the, the biggest hole, the biggest plot hole in this to me, is that if Trump knew that there were aliens, he would have tweeted about it immediately. He would need to take credit for more it. More and more people are saying this, I found the aliens, I got them myself. <laughs> yeah, he did. More and more people. <laughs> the Galactic Federation is no longer hot. <laughs> <laughs> 
However, the Galactic Federation reportedly stopped him from doing so, saying they wished to prevent mass hysteria since they felt humanity needed to evolve and reach a stage where we will understand what space and spaceships are, uh, which is code for uh, install a Neuralink into every single human being. <laughs> yeah, space is nothing and spaceships are expensive buses. We get it. <laughs> Well, they hate our revisionist sci-fi movies, and uh, they, they need us to understand the true concepts before they reveal themselves. War of the Worlds is racist as shit. That was that must have been a whole thing like back in like 1910 or whenever that happened. You turn on your uh, your radio, you sit next to it with an Ovaltine, and you uh, you listen to some guy just like scare you. You're sitting with your sister who got lobotomized at birth to prevent her from uh, <laughs> feeling her female to genital get mutilation or, yeah. yeah. You are JFK. Yeah, you are John F. Kennedy. <laughs> um... As for why he's chosen to reveal this information now, Ashet explained that the timing was simply due to how much the academic landscape has changed, and how he is respected in academia. If I had come up with what I'm saying today five years ago, I would have been hospitalized, he explained. He added that, today, they're already talking differently. I have nothing to lose. Because <laughs> it's 87. <laughs> the, guy, the guy's about to die. They're already talking differently. Uh, yeah, this guy is an 87-year-old Israeli general. Like, <laughs> well, he needed he needed the clout. You know what I mean? You need to make a few like solid, you know, crowd pleaser albums before you get experimental. He was at the point in his career where he could branch out. He could start getting ambient a bit, start working with modular synthesizers, and talk to the aliens. <laughs> they are, uh, how you say, uh, talking differently. You used to take your best girl up to Israeli malt shop, drive into Palestine, <laughs> mow down a family of four. Yeah, he has an entire oldies album. One of the songs is actually an American graffiti. <laughs> the times they are a changing, but he got the rights through Universal, so now the times will stay the same. <laughs> what he means by uh, they're talking differently is he went on Twitter once and saw everyone has their pronouns in their bio. Yeah, exactly. He was like, oh, they can be gay now, so now there are aliens, and only me yeah. knows about them. So uh, it, it, the article wrap. we're going to wrap the article here um, with a, a full explanation of what this story is. So... Ashed provided more information in his newest book, The Universe Beyond the Horizon, Conversations with Professor Haim Ashed, along with other details such as how aliens have prevented nuclear apocalypses and when we can jump in and visit the men in black. So this is, this is just... <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, a story to get people to buy his book. And he just wants to shake hands with space cops. Yes, exactly. <laughs> It's exactly the same as that guy in the episode of John Wilson, the memory guy, who was like, I was sitting here, and I had my pen in my hand, and then I dropped it, and then a couple days later, I found it. You can read about it in my book. Yeah. And then in the back of the book, it talks about how he was, like, in a hot tub with Mark Twain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and he invented exactly. Pokemon. <laughs> exactly, he invented Pokemon and was in a hot tub with Mark Twain. It's just... Yeah. At the same time. <laughs> this is the perfect post-election uh, grift. It, well, I guess post-election isn't even fair. Pre-election, during an election, the classic... This is the American economy grift. And this is what Israel is as yes. our colony. People <laughs> yeah. write books and lie to you. <laughs> That's it. That's the general premise. This is bipartisan. Both parties raising money after the election in the idea that it will change something about it if you give yes. to them. Yes. 
<laughs> it's fucking amazing. It's the wolves leading the sheep to the slaughterhouse. We got anything else? We, we should probably do a closing bit. I don't know. I guess in closing, this is absolutely a grift, but the entire Trump presidency has been a grift, and the Obama presidency was a grift, and the Biden presidency will be a grift. We just promote mm -hmm. these losers at different levels throughout our government and other governments to sell their multi-level marketing to the other rubes, and it's a never-ending cycle until it all comes tumbling down. Yeah. It's like General Robert Kiyosaki. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Donald Trump sold me diarrhea tea. <laughs> Donald, Donald Trump sold me uh, fight milk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fight with the power of a crow. There's crow's eggs in here. I don't even know where you get a crow's egg. <laughs> yeah, let's just end with uh, some always sunny references. Yeah. Someone say the Edward. <laughs> <laughs> For this half, we're going to go, you know, we're going to head back over to our podcast's favorite source for all things news media, free speech social media app, Parler, uh, famous for losing thousands of its members' social security numbers because it had asked them to enter them for some fucking reason, and then... <laughs> <laughs> they obliged for some reason. Uh, it, it's, the, it's the vehicle for more than one successful grift. I think it's important to note that right now Parler is having a lot of trouble moving its members over from Facebook. Because they're largely old people who are like, you know, Trump-pilled like this. Mm -hmm. and, you know, they're not going to be able to get their niece's status updates or whatever on <laughs> Parler. And along with that... And they that, also can't figure out how to make a new account. Literally, they're technologically illiterate <laughs> and they will join a Facebook group about quitting Facebook to join Parler and think they have joined Parler. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Holy so that's shit. a bottleneck preventing them from succeeding. That you know, None of these people know how to use the internet, but they believe that through the power of the internet they will arrest Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. And honestly, <laughs> God willing, folks, you're having you're doing more than I am towards that. Good for you. But I think it's important to note that uh yeah, everyone on there is trying to sell something to everyone else. Mm -hmm. I am probably going to make like Trump will always be my president red MAGA hats and start selling them on Parlor. <laughs> I think I'll make a fucking yes. killing. Oh yeah, you'll make a mint. Yeah. So, you know, Keeping all of that in mind, we present you with the following article. Melania battles Michelle Obama and Big Pharma over breakthrough discovery, says, This will not be banned. The American people have a right to access to this. Uh, this uh, <laughs> will not be banned, the American uh, people. <laughs> Just talking like Borat, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is in TeamTrumpUSA.org. So, first and foremost, uh, you've probably heard of Team Trump. It's like a Twitter account, and, you know, it's the official campaign for Donald Trump for president or whatever. 
TeamTrumpUSA.org, however, <laughs> seems to not even be accessible by Google search. Uh, like, I <laughs> I spent a long time trying to find this article, <laughs> and I, I couldn't, so I had to email the link that you sent me, Joe, to myself, because you can't find this website on a Google search. No, they don't want this to be searchable. They want you to only come across this if you are the type of person who sees this and, like, exactly. wants it. Exactly. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. We're we're getting into grifting, folks. Grifting in in the age of Trump. So we'll we'll get we'll get more into teamtrumpusa.org later, though. So <clears throat> it starts out here. <clears throat> it says parenthetically, it says Business Insider. In an emotional one-on-one interview, one of America's most beloved first ladies reveals that she wouldn't be where she is without CBD. <laughs> <laughs> so even though they they credit this to be from some business insider interviewer article or something that that just doesn't exist at all of course it doesn't a business insider article where melania reveals that she does that she does fake weed and it is because she does fake weed that she got sex trafficked into the united states and accidentally became the first lady absolutely not oh my god this is awesome this rules yeah donald trump famous lover of uh, kush donald trump famously off the loud pack yeah, first of many obvious grifts, but I, I want to harp on harp on that because uh, doing research for this, trying to find like shit that they talk about in this article, I found that there is a strain of weed called Trump and a strain of weed called Wife, and they mixed them together to make a new strain called Melania First Lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, we're we're smoking First Lady tonight, dude. We're oh yeah, we're about oh, yeah. to get regal. I'm about to destroy this Rose Garden Bowl. <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, it, it it goes on here. Melania Trump is no doubt one of the most controversial first ladies in history. She has a compelling sense of herself as a spiritual being who is the searcher and the seeker of truth. <laughs> that said, <laughs> Melania's life is devoted to investigations into the unknown. And finding the answers to the mysteries of life. (laughs) The first lady created a stir last week when she announced her new CBD line on live TV. Oh my Dude, if God. you want the Democrats to channel nobody watches. Yeah, if you want the Democrats <laughs> to come out against marijuana legalization, this is how you do it. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've always said in the last days of the Trump presidency, Donald Trump should legalize weed and just see what they do about it. <laughs> like what now? <laughs> Are you gonna undo it, you fucking idiots? Probably, because you're fucking idiots. <laughs> Melania's life is devoted to investigations into the unknown. (laughs) CBD, the unknown. Melania Trump is on X-Files just masturbating every day looking for aliens. As far as I know, that's what that show's about. Yeah, she's one of the uh, extraterrestrial uh, theorists. Yes, exactly. (laughs) On ancient aliens. 
Um, Yo, Melania's E.T. (laughs) (laughs) Now that the world has finally accepted the incredible health benefits of CBD, Melania has revolutionized a safe, legal line of CBD products that have become extremely popular. This is just, this is in the same vein as those awesome articles I used to read when I was 13 that were like, uh, yeah, CBD actually cures every kind of cancer at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. As an adult, the only morally correct position to have about CBD is it's fake weed that losers smoke. It's like gentrifying weed. It sucks. (laughs) It sucks. And it's expensive as fuck. Yeah, it costs as much as weed. It's awful. It's awful. (laughs) So now they include an entirely fake quote from Melania, and it is long as shit, where she basically talks about her CBD business and the thousands of people it has helped make, quote, pain-free, stress-free, and much happier. (laughs) Throughout the article and this quote, there are around a dozen hyperlinks to a website called (laughs) greenoceanhemp.com. So naturally, I, being the investigative journalist that I am, I clicked on this link. Doing the brave stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the website's just a bunch of classic tropes of, you know, old people's stock images, pictures of weed leaves, and a gigantic warning at the top that says, Warning! There is a limited supply of Green Ocean CBD available! Claim now! <laughs> limited supply available. That's awesome. They're not yeah. even lying about anything. There's a limited supply of everything available. <laughs> There's not limitless <laughs> anything in this world. Suffering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, death and taxes! <laughs> so it goes on. It goes on here. Um, Melania went on to say that she honestly didn't expect things to get this big, and that presidential sponsors like Big Pharma were furious that she was promoting a natural health remedy. <laughs> In fact, relations with sponsors fell apart, so they gave her husband Donald Trump an ultimatum: the presidential sponsorships or her wellness line. <laughs> and the implication here. Is that Donald Trump was like, no, Melania's CBD business is more important. And that's true. He probably would say that because he's, (laughs) that's how he thinks. (laughs) And they would go on stage and try and sell CBD. And they will be doing that probably by the end of the year. But now it's just like, yeah, a big pharma doesn't donate to Donald Trump because he's too in favor of weed. That's fucking rocks. (laughs) This article fucking rocks. Oh my God. Really quite, pretty incredible. Think about... Think about who Parler is really marketed to, right? It's marketed to the most Trump-pilled among them, who are not traditional conservatives and like shit like weed. Yeah, and also people who would fall for, like... Yeah, like landline call scams. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, the rest of the article is generic, you know, CBD good facts with a dozen more hyperlinks to GreenOceanHemp.com. <laughs> and of course, it's all contributed to Melania, like personally. Uh, they're acting uh, like she owns this company. <laughs> it's like so fucking cool. It's so awesome. It's so Do awesome. Do you remember when Melania threatened to sue that uh, lady who said, uh, who made that video like Baron Trump uh, autistic mood board or whatever? But the way this is designed, the way it can't be Googled, they're betting on she's never, they're going to get away with it. Yeah. They probably will. Yeah. Melania wouldn't lower herself to downloading Parler. Exactly. Worst case, the CEO of Parler wants a cut. Why would she do that when she's busy being Indiana Jones? (laughs) She's Indiana Jones. She's doing the X-Files. She's, I don't know, defending Israel or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) From the aliens, because she knows they're up there, too. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Uh, But... 
<laughs> here's I think this is the real kicker. It finishes up with fake quotes from Oprah, Garth Brooks, and Ellen DeGeneres about how much they love Melania's CBD line. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, just in case Which, a lib clicks on it. Yeah, and it's like, that really underscores how little effort the person who made this put into it. Because, you know, the target audience thinks all three of those people have been executed by patriots and replaced with clones of Django Fett. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Are you a Mandalorian, Oprah? No, but my father was. <laughs> the Boondocks episode where they kidnap Oprah, but it's together to give them a, a scare quote for their uh, fake yes. CBD website. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, okay, so that's that article. But now let's get back into the website, TeamTrumpUSA.org, because this is really like the grifting headquarters here. So it's, its front page is just completely white with gray text. It says... <laughs> <laughs> it says, when millions of you will come together to pray for our president, then there is no chance that your prayers will be unanswered. <laughs> the Donald Trump gold coin has gained so much popularity that almost everyone is purchasing it. A lot of people have also tweeted about how great the coin looks. <laughs> Put your prayers together to buy this coin. <laughs> <laughs> so... So that statement is followed by a fake tweet from Fox News host Janine Pirro, which outlines how incredible the golden, the Donald Trump gold coin is. Um, it, it reads, looking for trouble? Well, I have the perfect thing for you. Love or hate the president, this novelty coin is beyond a conversation starter. Being pragmatic, I got three. One for a supporter friend, one as a gag gift for an anti-Trump friend, and one as a social experiment. As a social experiment? experiment wonderful <laughs> fucking amazing so what's what's the premise here that you're walking around like flipping this coin like a cool <laughs> yeah. guy and like people are like hey nice coin what is it you're like oh this is my donald trump commemorative <laughs> coin and they're like what you bring it to parties and you show it to people <laughs> from where you're kneeling this might just seem like an 18 carat run of bad luck but truth is the game was rigged from the start <laughs> 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 Please put Melania yes. over a picture of Benny. Yes. <laughs> a picture. Also, right. once again, they're behind on the times. Fucking Fox News is in the past. We're on Newsmax yes. now calling Fox News cucks. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if Janine Pirro like works for them. They anymore. probably could have gotten a real Alex Jones endorsement by just paying him like ten dollars. You got gotten a cameo. Like if it yeah. had said that Alex Jones endorsed it on there, I just would have believed it, even if everything else on the yeah, list that's, was a that's lie. True. <laughs> like I'd be like, yeah, probably, man. That's like his thing. <laughs> yeah, he is really the king um, of this shit, selling like a gorilla steroids or whatever. <laughs> Things that make you an anti-cuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh... So, numerous people have also thanked the Republican Party for producing these coins as souvenirs for celebrating the legacy of their beloved president, Donald J. Trump. So, so there, yes, they claim that the Republican Party made these coins. <laughs> <laughs> and again, Which is another reason for these rooms to buy them. Yeah, they would make these coins. This doesn't <laughs> seem like something the Republican Party wouldn't yeah. do. It's just that someone beat them to it someone like me but yeah. quicker 
Are you amongst the ones who have strongly supported President Trump since the beginning? If yes, then click here to claim yours now. <laughs> this is so awesome. It's Starship Troopers style advertising. Click here to claim yours now. They're actually free. Just pay shipping. Yes, no, yes, that is what happens. We'll get into that though. <laughs> okay. It is not just a coin, but it's a strong way to show him how much you support him and want him to win the next presidential elections in America. <laughs> <laughs> so that is followed by a fake Sidney Powell tweet. Um, this coin is commemorative of a time we should never forget and never repeat. Which, what the fuck does that mean? I don't like, and look how it's not a reply to anything, and there's no link or picture of the coin. It's just a face. <laughs> it's just this coin. Which makes it look like a real Sidney Powell tweet, because it's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. Indecipherable garbage. <laughs> Uh, it goes on to restate the last few sentences about five more times, and then ends with a fake Ron DeSantis tweet. Excellent coin. I will be using it as a ball marker on the golf course to throw off my liberal competitors. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but once again, this guy is a cock who has been executed well, has, by the- It has control over magnetic fields. This guy is a cock who was executed by the military. They need to get with the times. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright. So, so it, uh, this is the last sentence of, of the, uh, let's call it an ad, because it's not an article. If you or your friends are a real patriot, then this coin is the best gift for you and your friends. <laughs> if you and your friends, you and your friends. This was yeah. written on Fiverr, it's amazing. Danny, I hope you bought us coins, because we are real patriots. <laughs> well, well, uh, I clicked on the link to buy it, and my antiviral software avised me against it and blocked the page. But, you know, being the brave, battle-scarred patriot I am, uh, I pursued. The coin is $40, but for a short time and a special offer, it's completely free. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best because then they're like yeah it costs 20 dollars to ship one coin it's like what the fuck are you yeah. talking about <laughs> it costs a hundred dollars to ship yeah so um <laughs> yeah that's that's the grifting that's going on on parlor that like i'm sure is wildly successful yeah uh between cbd and aliens it's pretty hard to decide which one will grab the public's imagination better given parlor i'm gonna go with uh Jewish alien smoking weed is probably just going to make them more scared of Bernie Sanders. <laughs> what if Ben Shapiro was six feet tall and he smoked weed? <laughs> Black Shapiro, Black Shapiro, I feel like Black Shapiro. I'm not, I feel like Black Shapiro. I got the clip like Robert De Niro. Amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Let's uh let's let's finish this off off with a a personal grifter. You know, a classic grifter. Should President Trump pardon himself and his family? Glenn Beck says yes. You know, you may know Glenn Beck as the man who melted your grandparents' brains with his magnifying glass. Yes. And uh <laughs> yes. <laughs> a Rush Limbaugh type. He's like he's the guy who gets uh, Sideshow Bob elected mayor in The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a Glenn Beck yes. Is. Noted fan of whiteboards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Only whiteboards. So it starts off here. 
Reports claim that President Donald Trump may pardon himself and his family if Joe Biden takes the presidency. That would totally be such a good move to make you look super innocent. (laughs) (laughs) On the radio program Monday, Glenn Beck and producer Stu... I'm just going to pronounce it the way it looks like it's spelled. Stu Bourgeois. No. Stu Bougieri. Bourgieri. He's a fucking Italian. Bourgieri. Bourgieri. Okay, okay. I love my mother. Okay. Producer Stu, Stu Mitabala discussed whether such use of the president's power to grant pardons is constitutional, and if so, is it the right thing to do? This would be great. Imagine Donald Trump just going on TV and he's like, I, uh, I hereby pardon myself and um, Jared of all the crimes. <laughs> all of them. I did all the crimes. <laughs> But it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, and exactly. you don't need to know what they are. I would write him in for the rest of my life if he did that. <laughs> Sir, pr- what are you pardoning yourself of? Uh, everything. everything. The crimes, what I'm accused of, I did it and I'm pardoned. <laughs> that's, but that's, that's the thing, though. Is like, if he pardoned himself, he would be admitting to... Like, the premise of this conversation happening in the first place is Donald Trump did crimes. How is he going to get away with them? And that's probably the biggest issue Glenn Beck has with the current cultural moment. He just doesn't get it. It's no. The president has done no nothing wrong ever. He's never had sex before, actually. He produces completely asexually. That's why he's fat. He just splits into two smaller trumps. The presidency has been a a four-year game of Agario. Exactly. Uh, Robert Trump, his brother who died, was actually just one of the Trumps that split off, and he went on to create Skyrim. So it's not really fair to say that Trump is bad. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because skyrim is objectively a good thing (laughs) jonas venture jr yes exactly (laughs) yeah um glenn went on to argue that preemptive pardons for president trump's allies family and even himself could cut off what might become an endless cycle of political revenge before it gets started I like the idea of Trump just pardoning, like, dozens of people that he's associated with at once. Like, uh, Dan Bongino, <laughs> you're free to go. Or the idea that there's going to be mass prosecutions when Biden becomes president. Biden? Didn't Biden toy with the idea of pardoning Trump himself? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was like, no, we don't do that here. We don't try presidents for their crimes. It's like, yeah, I know, every president's a fucking criminal. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's it's just Biden saying, like, I... I plan to do a shit ton of war crimes, so why would I prosecute the war criminal before me? Exactly. You know? The next war criminal will persecute me. That's literally just how it works. Yes, yes. (laughs) It's it's stupid to think this is a thing. I started the cycle, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) The best idea about the Donald Trump pardoning cycle is he would not pardon everyone. He would be on stage just No, exactly! "Uh, Ben Carson is no longer hot. Bye-bye. And he would get to decide who was loyal enough of to him to not go to jail <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's trump's or, dream situation or he doesn't give a shit who gives him up or not because if he's pardoned it doesn't matter if they give him up you know no, exactly he'll just, so just like he'll only pardon himself and like baron dude it's a uh, fucking it's that simpsons joke uh oj simpson if i did it <laughs> like that's what yeah. donald trump will do no, from that that's now a on. real book he wrote too oj simpson wrote a book called if i did it i thought that was just <laughs> a simpsons joke <laughs> holy shit 
The oh Simpsons predicted God. it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> the best is the interview where he's talking about it, and he's like the killer, but then in the middle of it, he just starts saying I instead, and the interviewer's <laughs> like, he just said I, and he just like Look, pauses, and he's like, uh, the killer. <laughs> you gotta give OJ credit, though, because in Who is America, when, um... When Sasha Baron Cohen is trying to get him to admit it to, like, the billionaire Italian guy, he does not admit it. You gotta give him credit for sticking with his guns. Oh, yeah. Hey, did better than the Harvey Weinstein secretary that was like, you want a boy to oh, yeah. and a new boy brought in? No problem. Bada bing. Oh, bada yeah. Boom. You know what? We should do an episode on that. But what's there to even do, right? Like, afterwards, you broke Sasha Car- Baron Cohen's mind, and he did, like, prof- he was a professional clown <laughs> for a year or something. Yeah. <laughs> and they put a gun to his head, they made him record a new Borat but woke, and now he's a Democratic Party <laughs> apparachick, sleeps with one eye open, waiting for Robbie Mook with piano wire. Yeah. <laughs> he's really tall, though. He- Robbie Mook might have to use a stool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, Glenn goes on, you don't want this to start, because then it doesn't end. It never ends. Glenn said of those who would seek retribution against political rivals. And they're doing it to send a clear message. You will either play by our rules, or we will destroy you. This is the worst possible message to send. So again, he's talking about shit that doesn't exist. The, the, The idea that Democrats would prosecute Donald Trump for what they do is laughable on its face yeah democrats let george w bush steal an election 20 years ago because it would be in bad taste to say anything (laughs) (laughs) democrats let hw bush shoot john f kennedy i just don't know where do you think the democratic party is organized enough to do anything like this to do anything Uh, the democrats nominated donald trump for president directly (laughs) explicitly because hillary would have the best time beating him so much for that and if you stand up once you gotta stand up every time so why not just be a bystander (laughs) yeah the best thing is the bipartisan position now that trump is in any way different from any other republican that if marco rubio or fucking john Kasich had won they wouldn't be fucking governing the exact same way yeah the only appreciable difference between Trump and any other establishment Republican is he is so much fucking funnier. <laughs> exactly. At least I'm having a good time when he's talking. What am I going to get now? Mitt Romney again? That shit blows. Yeah. And it's like, if Romney was president and doing the same exact things that Trump would be, liberals would just be like, at least he's res- being respectable. Liberals wouldn't even talk about it. It would be like any other presidency. Exactly. You know what I mean? George W. Bush could do whatever he wanted. They would rub their finger, tisk tisk, stop criticizing the president. Exactly, exactly. Which is, <laughs> which is what they'll do for President Tom Cotton. Of course, he's shaking hands. <laughs> That's what counts. Well, patriots, <laughs> I believe Donald Trump has sent a clear message to our legions and legions of red-pilled followers. We need to mm-hmm. buy Green Ocean CBD. We need to buy <laughs> commemorative coins. We need to yeah. go to Space Israel. We need <laughs> to defend the president's right to do all the crimes. <laughs> and say I did... It's like the end of the It's Always Sunny episode with Frank and the poops. No, I did all the poops. <laughs> all of them. I thought it would be funny. <laughs> we need to invest in the dinar and water. Yes, exactly. <laughs> all of this is just new dinar shit. Yep. It is. But the dinar shit, it's the perfect grift, right? It's the only way to make any money in the American economy. 
I'm going to get on there with my Trump will always be my president hats, and I'm going to make a mint. Yeah. I'm going to make MAGA cock rings. Exactly. I'm going to sell <laughs> MAGA cock I was thinking about that, too, like a whole brand of sexual Trump toys. <laughs> <laughs> there's obvious there's the trump dildo and of course it's like orange or whatever which is cool and hot but then there's also a trump <laughs> fleshlight that looks like his head and it's like trump is sucking his <laughs> you can sell it to progressives and conservatives you're either like thank you mr president sir for sucking my penis sir and then you kiss it after you finish because you are we got a gay. mold of donald trump's asshole for this fleshlight <laughs> and then we do a wax mold of donald trump's bussy the krasenstein brothers <laughs> definitely have one of those that they share yeah, oh yeah Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? Without a doubt. They should re-come out as the Krasen scene with two S's, or two Z's instead of S's in their name, <laughs> and this time they're conservatives for the new administration. Yeah. Be advocates for experimenting with your brother. I'm Chaz yeah. Krasenstein. <laughs> well, they sleep in the same room, but in separate beds. Yeah. <laughs> they, have a, they have a race car bunk bed, and they sleep on them with their wives. <laughs> I don't even... No, they have the same wife. We've been over this. With their oh, wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she has a bunk, too. Neither of them sleep in bed with the wife. No. Everyone <laughs> sleeps alone. It's a three-high bunk bed. She sleeps in the middle, and there's one above and below. Yeah. <laughs> but when they get scared at night, the brothers cuddle together. Yeah. The wife is not invited to the brother bunk. <laughs> which is, of course, <laughs> let me be clear, the top bunk. <laughs> no wives allowed. <laughs> no wives allowed, no women no allowed. Girls allowed. Welcome the to fort. the Dudes Rock presidency of Joe Biden. Strap in, Hell folks. Hell yeah. Strap on, folks. Strap on, folks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Boomer Death Squad. You can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. And I've been Matt. Bye bye. See ya. Toodles. Police in helicopter. I marijuana. Policemen in the streets Searching for Kaliween Soldiers in the field Burning the Kaliween But if you continue to burn up the herbs We gonna burn down the cane fields If you continue to burn up the herbs We gonna burn down the cane fields Soldier in the herb field in the Caliween Police in helicopter I search for marijuana Policemen in the streets Searching for Caliween But if you continue to burn up the herbs We gonna burn down the cane field If you continue to burn up the herbs We gonna burn down the cane field